Welcome to Power Past the Competition, the podcast where John Latka, a retail automotive expert with an undeniable track record in sales leadership, employee development, and performance management, shares ways and means to help you get energized and rev up sales. And now, here's your host, John Latka. Welcome back, everyone. I'm John Latka, and this is Power Past the Competition, podcast number 24. On this episode, I'll be talking about emails. You'll hear about the pros and cons, some do's and don'ts, along with etiquette. You'll then be able to decide if and when email is the right fit for your intended message. As we know, email is short for electronic mail. It's simply a message that contains text, files, images, or other attachments that you send to an individual or a group of people. And just like all forms of communication, there are pros and cons, advantages and disadvantages to email. I'm sure you'll agree that the biggest advantage of email is a lot of room for content. On the other hand, the biggest disadvantage is that email is often perceived as a bunch of clutter or just spam. And sadly, most times, it's not given the same immediate attention as a text. So, let's look at the pros and cons of email. I'll start with the pros or advantages. 1. Email is looked upon as a long form of communication and can have more complex information, which is often necessary in business. Number two, email allows attachments and tends to be easier and more practical to send multi-page documents. Here at Automotive Business Solutions, we always use email to send out brochures and registration forms to potential clients regarding upcoming training, seminars, and workshops. And three, email allows for mass marketing, so you can reach hundreds or thousands of people at once, and it's quite common in the automotive industry. When it comes to the cons or disadvantages of emails, number one on the list is that most emails go unread. Surveys have shown that 39% of consumers have more than 100 unread emails in their personal inbox, and 20% of them say they have over a thousand. And with so many messages, it's easy for people to overlook a single email. And it's easy to see why email is looked upon as a cluttered medium. When 56% of consumers estimate they receive in excess of 25 emails a day. With so many coming in, most people only read about five of their emails a day. And because email is associated with spam, many people are now tuning out emails from people or businesses they don't know because they've been conditioned to see them as junk mail. And that's a huge reason for low open rates. And email tends to be more formal. So we have to have a formal greeting and signature to stand out. Not only that, but email is primarily used to send information rather than start a conversation. It's not as easy to go back and forth as it is by text or phone. 
So sometimes we lose that personal touch. In addition, when it comes to business emails, we also have to consider branding and design in order to differentiate ourselves. As for email etiquette, it's simply a reference to the guiding principles of sending and receiving emails. It's also a guideline for using appropriate language, spelling, grammar, and manners. It all depends on who you are emailing. And as for business emails, it's always wise to be more formal. So, if you want to build a stronger relationship and establish yourself as a true professional, you need to adhere to email etiquette. The following are some helpful hints. To start with, the best way to greet a person in an email always depends on two things. One, your relationship with them, and two, the topic or subject matter. And the appropriate way will vary from formal to business casual. But make sure that you never come across as informal. Always use something meaningful in the subject line and avoid using urgent and important. In addition, do not request delivery and read receipts. Make sure to use proper spelling, grammar, and punctuation, not to mention proper formatting. And do not write in capitals or use abbreviations. In addition to good morning or good afternoon, some of the most common greetings include dear Ms., Mrs., or Mr., followed by their last name, or hello, followed by their first name, and hi, followed by their first name. And never assume that the recipient knows who you are, especially if you're reaching out to someone you don't know for the first time. Email etiquette dictates that you start your email's body with a brief introduction. A line or two will usually suffice. If you know the recipient, but you're not sure if they remember you, mention the last time you talked or remind them how you got to know each other. Never use humor, because without the right tone or delivery in your message, even the funniest punchline can get lost in translation in an email. And sarcasm is even more dangerous. You should always stay away from joking in a professional email. Just think about it. It's not just the risk of being misunderstood. It's what you find funny may not be funny to the other person. Make sure to structure the email properly. A professional email should include a subject line, the greeting, the body, the sign-off, and your signature. And you should always separate these parts with paragraph breaks to make your email easier to read. As a basic rule, the body of the email shouldn't be longer than three paragraphs. Why? Because people tend to scan emails instead of reading them word by word. So try to highlight the most important thing in each paragraph. Now, depending on the content, 
using bullet points or numbered lists might be more appropriate in bringing structure. You can also use bold to highlight an important part, but try not to use it for more than one word or phrase. And always capitalize the first letter in the beginning of a sentence, along with any proper nouns you may be using. Always be careful in choosing your words. And take your audience into consideration. Think in terms of how they may be interpreting the words you wrote. Keep your email short and easy to read by being concise and to the point. And always ask for a call to action. Personalize emails by using the person's name in the body of the email. And if you're responding to an inquiry, always reply in a timely manner and answer all their questions. This tends to preempt further questions and keep things on track. Do not attach unnecessary files and never discuss confidential or sensitive items. And last but not least, always proofread your emails and the name of the recipient before you hit the send key. In closing, Everyone emailing for business purposes at your dealership needs to be aware of the pros and cons along with the opportunities emails offer. So, if you'd like to find out more about emailing, you can reach out to me through John Latka on LinkedIn, through our contact page on AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com, or simply call toll-free at 877-708-8484. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like it, share it, download and subscribe to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next week, may God bless, good selling, and stay safe. Power Past the Competition with John Ladka airs every week and is sponsored by Automotive Business Solutions. Automotive Business Solutions, a boutique consulting agency offering workshops, seminars, and performance-specific software to help you power past the competition. Find Automotive Business Solutions online at AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Podstarter. 